Good morning and welcome to South Florida Sunday. I'm Tracy St. George, joined by some friends from the Lord's Place. We've got Ted Deckert, who is a member. Uh, he's also on the board of directors. And we've got Margie Yansura, who is a member of the Lord's Place Sleepout 2020 Honorary Family this year. This is really exciting to have you guys here today. Thanks so much for coming in. Well, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Now, um, the Sleepout 2020 is coming up in April. Can you share with us what exactly the Lord's Place Sleepout is all about? Well, this is our 13th year doing Sleepout, and it's a community-wide event where people come for the evening, and our community comes together. We have a wonderful inspirational program where people who have been homeless and have been helped out of their homelessness by the Lord's Place share their stories. We have music. We have lots of activities for the kids to do. And then after the program, at the end, we have a candlelight commitment ceremony where we commit ourselves to helping solve the issue of homelessness. And then who those who want to, and it's hundreds who do, we sleep outside overnight just to experience a little bit of what it's like to be homeless. And through all of this, we get people who pledge their support financially for what we're doing and form teams, and uh, the money goes to help the Lord's Place. Wow. And what is the exact date, April? It's uh, Friday, April 3rd, and okay. it starts at 5 p.m. The program is at 7 p.m., and then um, we have lights out at 11, and then in the morning we have a reflection um, uh, Reverend Bob Nor- Norris from the Royal Ponciana Chapel is a member of our board, and he does a very nice meditation um, before we leave in the morning. Oh, that's nice. And where do you actually sleep out? Well, all over the grounds of the United Methodist Church of the Palm Beaches. Uh, it actually is my church also, and we have quite a bit of uh, room outside on our campus. So people can bring a tent. They can just sleep outside uh, without a tent on the ground and in a sleeping bag, however they like. And um, you can bring your own tent, or you supply the tents? No, you bring your own okay. tent, and, but we do have uh, volunteers that will help you set it up if you need help with that. <laughs> I think a lot of people will need help setting up a tent. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I understand that this year's Sleep Out will be dedicated to the memory of Brother Joe Ranieri, the founder of the Lord's Place, who died tragically in an automobile accident just a couple weeks ago. What was his impact on the agency, and how will you memorialize him at the Sleep Out this year? Well, Tracy, Joe's impact is immeasurable. The Lord's Place was founded by Joe. It was founded uh, based upon his passion uh, gained in the loss of his brother. He lost a brother to homelessness and mental illness on the streets of New York. And that drove him to find a way to help people like his brother not die in that way. Right. Did he do um, a sleep out kind of thing up in New York and then brought it down here to Florida? Actually not. The beginning of of the Lord's Place is here in Florida. Joe began with a soup kitchen. And what made Joe's soup kitchen different than other people's soup kitchens was that from the very beginning, he was there to do what he could do to help people not be homeless. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't just get in line and get your food. You had to sit down with Joe and eventually some volunteers as well. And and talk about how you got there and what could we, what could people do to help you not be homeless. That's so important is is giving the um, advice and the lending the ear and listening to the people. I think that's a big you know. Plus. And if if you if I may say that is a perspective that has been a focus of the Lord's place since that time. Uh, we we talk about how constantly focusing on what are the needs of our clients. Our mission and model is based upon doing what we can to help people who are homeless 
stop being homeless, find out what made them homeless, what can we do to help them get out of that and to break the cycle of homelessness. And Margie was talking about uh, donations and fundraising. How do you do fundraising for the Sleep Out 2020? Well, you can just go to um, sleepoutthelordstlp.com, and from there you can register as a team, and or you can register as an individual, and it has a whole network there where you can create le- a letter to email or uh, any kind of social media message that you want to ask people uh, to um, support your your event, your you know your participation in the event, mm-hmm. and Very simple. Um, it's it's like a, a regular pledge event that you would have you know at another um, at another event. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted, uh, when you talked about the original sleep out. Brother Joe slept out on the steps of St. Anne Church, downtown West Palm Beach, back in 1983. And that's when Ted first met him. And oh. from there, he slept in a dumpster uh, for 30 days, right, Ted? I believe so. The first time was that way. Mm-hmm. So we, instead of people sleeping in dumpsters, we wanted to take it outside a little bit so that everybody could participate. And that was a part of what the mission of the Lord's Place has always been based upon Joe's model as well and his passion is to not only do what we can to serve the needs of those who are homeless and do what we can to help them overcome their homelessness, but to also advocate on their behalf, to be a voice for those who people's, who, for people who aren't often heard. Right. And that has been a major portion of the Lord's Place mission since day one. Mm-hmm. And Margie, your family being recognized this year as the Sleep Out Honorary Family, what does this mean to you? Well, I've been part of Sleep Out since it started. Mm-hmm. I've been a public relations consultant with the Lord's Place, uh, for, I think it's for 14 or 15 years. So um, the first year was very small. We had maybe 100 people and uh, it's grown and grown. Now we have several hundred people who sleep out and my family has supported it. My husband, Jeff Yansura, has helped me raise money every year and has slept out with me. So um, they thought that, uh, w- you know, we have experienced it th- all the way and we could help spread the word about it. So we're and this year. Um, our daughter, Sarah Cook, and her little girl, Cora Cook, will be joining us, too. Oh, that's great. Now, how does somebody participate in it? And is it for all ages? How old is your granddaughter that's coming? Well, she's she's three. She's almost four. Oh, um, so this is going to be fun for her. Yeah, but and it really is for families. Um, we have people in their 80s uh, who sleep out. It's really for all ages. We um, also have a sleep-in option. If you would rather sleep in at your home, you feel more comfortable, or if you do have small children and it's just not quite, they're not quite old enough, you can do a sleep-in at your home and just sleep on the floor or in your backyard and do the same thing um, as far as raising money, and you just register as a sleep-in team that, in that way. Um, we're also trying to put together a nap-in this year for really little kids and their families. We don't have the location or time uh, nailed down yet, but we're working on that. We think that could be a real fun way to introduce young families to this. I would do the nap in. (laughs) That sounds fun to me. So are there any other activities or events leading up to Sleep Out um, up here on April 3rd that the public can participate in? Yes, we're going to have a Sleep Out rally on March 25th. We're going to start at the Lord's Place Australian Avenue campus about 1030 in the morning. And we're going to walk um, down to downtown West Palm Beach and have a rally where people can find out more about Sleep Out. Um, they can meet some of our clients uh, because our clients always take 
uh, part in this walk, too. And they can also sign up. We'll have computers, laptops down there where they can sign up for sign up their team and start their fundraising efforts. And you can you can do anything. You can have a garage sale and donate that money. You can have a lemonade stand, um, all kinds of things that people have done. They do challenges um, with each other to try to raise more money. So um, you just get creative and, and do whatever you can to help raise money for the event. What is this I see sleep out sheep? Oh, we have sleep out sheep that can be bought at any of our thrift stores. Um, all of our campuses are also selling them. And um, it's a way to partic- to register your participation. If you're not able to sleep out, um, you can make a donation and we'll put your name on a sleep out sheep and uh, we'll put it in one of our thrift stores or at our office down on Australian Avenue. Oh, that's great. Now, all the money that's going to be raised for the Sleep Out 2020 and with all the rallies and events going on before that, what do you exactly do with the money? Well, the fundraising part of Sleep Out is to help us fund the work of the Lord's Place. Uh, From a fundraising standpoint, it's a relatively small but very important part of our funding model, Uh, but it's equally a part of our community awareness mission. And a big part of why we started Sleep Out was not so much as a fundraising vehicle, although it has grown and been able to be that type of thing for us, Uh, It really was more about community awareness. As Margie talked about, the very first one was a relatively small group, but it was an opportunity for people to come out and spend the night on the street in the safety and confines of the Meyer Amphitheater at that time um, and experience what it's like to try and sleep if you're a homeless person. And I can tell you that that's quite an experience to to find out how noisy the city is Mm -hmm. and and, and, and the other challenge is not to mention we've had rainy sleepouts, we've had cold sleepouts, we've had noisy sleepouts, we've had to move sleep out for weather. It's, all of that has happened over the years, but it's reinforced the message, and that is how challenging and how difficult it is to be homeless and to have to live without a home, without a roof to sleep under. And when you really, really understand it is when you, as a fortunate person, get to go home and go to sleep in your own bed. Right. Go to your nice house. Because that's really the only thing that is different from you and someone who is experiencing homelessness. They don't have a home. We all are people. We call it the great equalizer. And um, every year, uh, last few years, the Lord's Place has helped 1,900 people in our community we have a family campus where families live while they are getting back on their feet. We have a men's campus. We have three campuses for single women. So we are very ambitious, and we have a, a new plan that's underway called our Home for Good Capital Campaign, and um, Ted is involved in that as a member of the Board of Directors. We had a goal of $20 million. We've already raised more than $15 million. and we're using it to expand our programs and services and increase our supportive housing and then to sustain the agency for years to come. So it's a really great effort that everyone can get on board with. Mm-hmm. What do you think some of the biggest misconceptions about the homeless would be? I think the most important misconception is how, peop- how many people think that people choose to be homeless right. and how many people see the face of homelessness as the people at the corner of the exit from the interstate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a very, very small part of what homelessness is. Homelessness is families. Most of the home, a huge percentage, I wish I could quote better statistics to you, but a huge percentage of the homeless are children. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, if you've read the paper last couple of days, they've been doing articles about the homeless situation with the people in the tents in, in Prince Park, John mm -hmm. Prince Park. But it also, there have been re recent articles about how many of the students in our public school systems are homeless. Yeah, that's just heartbreaking. And, and the other, the, the, the uh, point in time count was done recently. Also, those numbers haven't come out. But that's an annual uh, census, if you will, where they, volunteers go out and try to come up with some count of, of how many homeless there are. And by its nature, it's undercounted because many of the homeless are not known. Uh, there are many people that are what's called couch surfers. Or, or they go from place to place. Those are homeless people, okay? They don't have their own home. Many of the homeless people are homeless because of an unfortunate circumstance in their lives. It's, it's, I saw a statistic recently, I believe it said 79%. It was huge. 79% of the people in the United States, and I don't know if it's families or people, uh, are two paychecks away from homelessness. Because that's the way many people live. That's how, how it is. And so somebody gets sick, somebody, the car breaks down, they can't fix it, um, they can't get to work. It doesn't take long before right. all of a sudden they can't pay the rent and they can't have a home. Yeah, you've got to choose one thing or the other. Which one do you choose? Because this could send you off that direction. This could send you off that direction. That's not a great way to Exactly. Live. And a lot of people think all the home, you know, a major portion of homeless people are drug people and alcohol people. There are some, but... They are not the major portion of the homeless population. Mm -hmm. uh, the mental illness issue is a big thing. Uh, unfortunately, the mentally ill are a, a significant part of, of the homeless population. And, and a big part of what we're trying to do, as well as other agencies, to recognize that, to advocate for better funding uh, and care for the mentally ill, to provide them with a place where they can have a, a place that not only do, can they sleep and, 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 and live, but have their cases managed and cared for because so many of these people require care. The mental health model was changed in our country a few decades ago and it's never really worked the way they thought it was going to. And again, it's almost always because of how it's funded. But right now that's a big challenge because there are a lot of them of the people who, uh, those people you see on the street particularly, who are there because of mental health issues right. and just not having the care they need to manage their lives. Well, I just wanted to say how very um, successful the Lord's Place is with its clients. Um, I've, oh my gosh, known hundreds and hundreds of people who have successfully uh, gone through their programs. And it's because they get to really, the, the people at the Lord's Place care deeply about them and we invest the time. Sometimes it's years that people live at our campuses before they're back on their feet. But it took years to get home, to become homeless. Right. So it makes sense that we are not a shelter. Um, these are apartments that our that um, our clients live in. They get wraparound services, as Ted said, because it's very individualized. What 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 are the obstacles to you becoming stable in your life again? That's what we work on with all of the individuals and the families. And uh, it's highly successful because. They take the time and let people stay um, the length of time that they need. Uh, we're not a shelter just to get somebody off the street for the night. We are there to help them improve their life and um, become a, a sustaining person in society again. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to definitely help you out. The Sleep Out 2020 is coming up on April 3rd. And where is it again? It's at the United Methodist Church of the Palm Beaches on Brandywine Road in West Palm Beach. And to sign up, visit thelordsplace.org. Or you can also go to sleepouttlp.com. Ted and Margie, thank you so much for joining us today, and we will see you at the Sleepout 2020. Great. Thank you thank for having you. us.